today is a fun day. Um, Chiv is going to share with us. And so as, as Chiv comes forward to bring God's word and, and to preach, he's going to share some about, um, about what God is doing in Cambodia, about his own story. And um, as, as he comes up, I just want to give a little brief intro because he's not going to do all of it. Um, Cambodia is something, and what God is doing there is deeply, uh, deeply ingrained in our church. The first time that I heard about what God was doing in Cambodia was the first day I came on staff. And it's actually that I, I, I heard crickets. I walked into those doors the first day and went up to my office, and the whole staff was not there. And I'm like, Mary Kleipas, thank you, Mary, greeted me that day, and, and I got to know Mary and have been really good friends with her ever since. And, and she kind of gave me the lay of the land, and I said, Mary, where is everybody? And she said, they're all in Cambodia. And I said, why are they in Cambodia? And pretty quickly, I came to understand why everybody wanted to be in Cambodia. It's because what God is doing there is so rich. You'll hear a lot about that today. Um, but you may be, if you're not part of our church, uh, if you're new here today, you, you may not know, similarly to most of us who now have gotten a chance to go with Chip, um, how difficult the, the, the history of Cambodia is in recent memory. In 1975, the Khmer Rouge, uh, the communist regime, came in um, to take over Cambodia with the promises of bringing a an agrarian utopia. And what happened over four years is they basically emptied the cities, put everybody into work camps where they were, there's just not words how horrible it was and, and starved. Um, we don't, we really don't know. It's, it's a, the, the internal genocide in Cambodia is massive, somewhere between probably a quarter and a third of the population in four years were killed at the hands of Cambodians. So devastation, huge. And the weight in Cambodia for people who have lived through that, for people that are Cambodians in other parts of the world is huge. Um, today's not going to be just a big, heavy message about all of the difficulty, although we will touch on that. And somewhere, I don't, I don't know exactly Chip's sermon, two-thirds of the way through, maybe somewhere 15 minutes in or something. There's going to be a clip from the movie The Killing Fields, which um, portrays just a little bit of that. It's not, um, it's not graphic, but it is disturbing. Uh, we, just to see the devastation is disturbing. So if you have small children or people that are sensitive, as, as he starts talking about Killing Fields, you might want to step out for a few minutes, listen from the foyer. But um, uh, th- we're, we're not doing that uh, for any other reason than to just understand that the promises of God, even in the most desperate places, for us to get our heart wrapped around it, that, what that looks like. And so um, I'm going to just pray for Chiv right now and pray for us that we'd be able to receive what God has to say to us. So would you pray with me? God, we thank you for Chiv. God, we thank you that, um, that you've allowed us to be able to walk together and that in this church, um, we not only see you moving here, but we see you moving in Honduras with mission trips there and in Germany and with what's going on in Cambodia and to specifically today. God, I just pray you would open our hearts to be able to hear you speak, hear you speak through Chiv as he shares the portion of the story that is his own to share. And God, I pray that you would increase our faith, that you have not only uh, called us and called us to great things, but you called us to be part of blessing the entire world in the name of Jesus. And we pray it in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Thank you sir. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you for the church and Pastor Doug, Pastor Daryl, Pastor Sandy, and the staff and the whole church that gave me an opportunity to share what's going on in Cambodia, what God has done in Cambodia. It's so awesome. And I'm so glad to be in the house of the Lord this, today. And uh, I would like to say it together, God is good. All the time. That is amazing how our God is. Please let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you for all your gift to us. 
and we praise you for the countless opportunity to serve in your name. Make us responsible to your call and to eager to do your will, whatever the cost. Father God, discipline us that we may become a strong and courageous, tender hearts, and forgiving and compassionate and sacrificial. Lord, let the word of my mouth and let the meditation of my heart be acceptable to your sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer, through Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Today I have an easy question for you. As David Van introduced me, so so many things that you may heard and you might not, but it's all it's about God's work, about God's plan. God has all kinds of purpose for each and every one, include me, include you. Sometimes a different particular time, sometimes that. But today I have an easy question for you. Um, have you been, have, have you were, uh, I'm sorry, so easy question, I, I don't know what kind of easy question, okay, so let me see, <laughs> have, you, <laughs> have you ever flown an airplane? Yes? Okay, what did you do first? I can give you a clue. <laughs> to fly the airplane, you must first buy a ticket. <laughs> you cannot get an airplane without a ticket, right? You can go to the bus, you can go to the train station, but not the airplane. It's go to the sky. I don't have wing. I'm not an angel. We're not an angel. So we need the ticket, right? Are you agree with me? Yes. Absolutely. That's good. God is good, right? <laughs> <laughs> but shortly after we take off, uh, we take off and the plane climb higher and higher, and, and you're going to see, uh, you're going to see the clouds. And then when the cloudy day, when you pass the cloud, you're going to see a sunshine brightly. And when you glance down on the window down, and you're going to see a beautiful clouds, and awesome. You can imagine, you cannot imagine how beautiful. But did you know the Bible says that one day we will be cut up in the cloud and meet with Jesus in the air. That's amazing. That's awesome. I, I, I cannot wait. And Pastor Cindy just read First uh, Thessalonians chapter four. The Bible says that everyone who have already died and trust Jesus as a savior will be raised from the dead first. And then everyone that is alive that believe in Jesus will certainly meet Jesus in the air. Jesus himself spoke about the day when he would return from heaven to get us. But that's not all. That's not all. The Bible says we will give a new 
body when it's happened. It won't be a flash and blood like we have now. But it is, will be a spiritual body that will last forever. That's a good news, brother and sister in Christ. That's a good news. When will all this happen? That's a good question. And I don't know. <laughs> Only Godfather knows the time and the day that we will send Jesus to meet us. Only the Godfathers. So what we do? It may, may have, uh, may, may go, going to happen any moment. We don't know. It's only the God fathers. Only the God that just control everything. It will be surely happen. And you need is, if you need is, only you need is a ticket for the ride of your life. If you want to fly the airplane, you need the ticket first. But if you want to meet Jesus on the air, you need a ticket too. And ticket cannot share, but brother and sister cannot share. Unless your children under two years old. <laughs> okay? <laughs> so, it's important for us that And the ticket is this. Ask Jesus to be your Savior. That is your ticket. Amen. So, you know, and and why does we ask Jesus for the Savior? Because he has already died on the cross. Pay your ticket. You know what I mean? He died on the cross and pay your tickets already. So, he is the God's son. And also he rose again after three days. One day he said he's going to come back. I hope you will ask him to be your savior so you can be catch up in the air. Brother and sister, when Jesus returns, believer will meet him in the air. But the good thing, we have a new body and never die, and never grow old, and never die anymore. You don't have to in the morning like me, in the morning go and look on the mirror, look at all my my hair, keep falling down. (laughs) I look ugly. But now I have good news for you and me. We have a new body, right? And never die. That's what we hope and looking for. But we need the ticket to get there. But I strongly believe that you don't want to go to meet Jesus just yourself. The reason I say that because you 
I have already seen your compassion, your kindness, your love, and seen through your compassion and love. I have seen you pray for our church, you pray for our leader, you pray for me, and you pray for the church. And the church, the member, a church member of a church in Cambodia. As all this is your compassion, your love, your care. And today, I would like to share with you what God has done in Cambodia through you, without you, without all of you. It won't happen. You all make not just Cambodia different, but you make other countries a different too. So today, I would like to share with you. In the 1984, the movie called "The Killing Field." It showed a very difficult time when the Khmer Rouge controlled Cambodia. It say, it always I say always it, "Killing Field" is a, it is, is a, a drama one. And I was a killing field, killing field all the time. I said, used to be a killing field, and then you lose, you see that. This is about thirty percent in the realities. In so many places around the world, around the Cambodia, like hundred, hundred hole and field like this in Cambodia, you imagine that how people survive. But God is, God is what? God is good. But over ten years, First United Methodist Carrollton, along with the Heart for Cambodia organization. And some of friends bring gift, bring love, bring mercy, compassion, and hope to heal the broken hearts. Now, Cambodia becomes a living field because of all of you. I would like to. Will invite you to see all the activity there, and then I just I'm gonna talk along the way too because time consumes. So you see, on the first time when we went in Cambodia, only three people that started. It's just Mark Wire. He's here. Can you stand up? Can you see, please? I'm sorry. <laughs> and and just just. Deed is used to be a youth pastor here and myself, and we start the team and start the whole church involved. And you see that what's going on in the video. It's just a what God, a bless, and God will pour out His Holy Spirit to hold Cambodia. The people are gonna exciting when they worship the children. They're so poor, the family so poor, but they're willing to. Uh, sacrifice their time. They, they they come from work and they go and practice for the song and music because they love to glorify God and to share the love of God 
And it's just uh, it's amazing how they did. This is a church in Old Kamum. This is the first church that we start, first one. And then now, it, church, it used to be in a jungle. Right now, it becomes the headquarters for our church, for our uh, Hartford Cameroon, our church. Uh, there because we have access to a lot of easy place. And that is, that is amazing how God has done in Cambodia. And I, I, I still hope that the door will be open, wide open. I can be able to bring more gospel, more gift, more blessing to those people. They're still hungry of the gospel. The, body, the physical, sometimes it's difficult for them, but it's all in God is good. All is good. And this is a celebration when we do a Christmas time, you know, Christmas Eve. We always do at the uh, Cambodian church at the Okmum. Like I said, it's a headquarters there. So sometimes a church, our church around it, not too far from each other, so they can join uh, in that celebration of a, a, a Christmas Eve, a Christmas time. And after that, we're going to go to different church. So the church that really have started and they exciting. First of all, when, I'm going to go back a little bit. When, when, when we opened the church in Okmum, the first church, they, the people come from all over the place come to worship because they, they, they see that oh, some people come uh, United States and they share the gospel. They come uh, to get some, you know, take advantage. Sometimes it has a little gift and all those stuff. They, they try to take that. And we never think that it's going to be grow over there, you know. We thought it's far away, and they say they go, and they won't come back. But, you know, the seed. It grow in their heart. <clears throat> we plant seed. Seed grow in their heart. And when they get back to their place, their village, the fruit start to grow. That's why it's the power of God, amazing God, that spread all the church. Now we have eight churches in Cambodia. We thought that Maybe one or two, but now it's eight churches. And the church and prayed home. And they they exactly the same. This when they worship regularly, worship uh, in there. And a lot of people have a testimony about their life before they believe Christ and after they believe Jesus Christ. How they live how they engage with the family, how they involve with the family. They all have good things to share with us. And all these things to make me feel that. And I was strongly that God is so good. God is always behind us, in front of us, and with us, 
most people in Cambodia, they're so poor. They're so worried about their life, about their health. Sometimes, for their busy schedule, they forget what about God's blessing. So when we go and always encourage them and talk to them, they're just like awake. And there's a church and pray to them. And we've been there and we worship. And the way that we ride a motorcycles, because this is why church church, we, the way we motor, uh, ride a motorcycle, because each herd from, uh, from that area, it can be uh, difficult, uh, dirt road, so the car unable to go across the bridge, so we had to take a motorcycle to cross that. And this is a church in Swaichit. And then we went to the public school. We share the gospel. It's about 300 children in there, more than 300 children. We share the gospel of Jesus. So I tell you that in Cambodia, it's, um, it's hungry. But some place, they really block us, don't want we, us to be there. But the power of God, when I go someplace, I want to get in someplace, God just opened the big door for me. And that's praise the Lord. And praise the Lord. So that's why I'm going to public school. I go, this is a church in Banang. I go to public school, I go to prison, I go to a lot of places that, uh, that, that people really scare and, and, and sometimes government restrict them. But um, and by the power of God, I'm willing to get in there and then success. And God just give his power to control everything. That's amazing, God. That's why I always say that God is good. And this is a church in uh, Banang. I'm sorry. Can uh, I say? And each church we go, there's so many children. There's so many children. Parents sometimes is busy. They, they sometimes they, uh, work. And sometimes they split. And some families are so poor. And they have something at the home, but the house no like no no win, no window, no door. So they're afraid when they go, all people go out to the to worship or go to the field, gonna come back, they're gonna stole all those stuff. So that's why they divide it. One one stay home, one go you know, one stay home and one go. So that's why the way there. And also we have the opportunity, our team, uh, uh when they had to bring uh, to build the bridge, uh, uh, because the bridge is too small, when the winter time, they cannot cross that. So we build the bridge so they be able to come from another side to the worship with God. So that is the most exciting finished project that we have done. Uh, as, uh, and then there's a church, a new church that we built in uh, 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 Rosero. So we have, uh, we have started about three, four years ago. So everywhere that we do, uh, everywhere we go, it's just uh, praise the Lord. And we thank you for all that you pray and you, you, 
This is a Banang, I mean, a Romangle church. All that you pray and you support and you, uh, you sacrifice your time to be in Cambodia and here, and that is powerful because cannot do this without all you. And we went to prison. I went to doc, uh, went to lawyer with our lawyer, our lawyer here. I said, "We keep me in the prison. My lawyer gonna pick me up, take me out." <laughs> <laughs> that when we, we shared, they're not scared at all. As <laughs> Nathan went with us, so you see that when we, we share the gospel in the prison, uh, and they're excited, they 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 return. I mean, they receive Jesus Christ as their savior. We baptize them. About 95, 93, I forgot that now. So that is in the prison right there. And you know, it's not my power, but God's power. They told me that, you know, when I asked them, I said, and I, by the way, I didn't realize that that play, they just killed the policeman over there. The prisoner killed the policeman in the, in the prison, prison. I didn't know that, but I was there. So I asked them, said, I want to have more, about 100 people come together. I want to share because I don't come every often, you know. And they say, no, we cannot. We only like five or ten people because we cannot allow more group like that. And then I said, um, can you put the speaker around on the, what do you call it, cell or something? The place they hold them. And that's but they, they did. So they finally, they allowed, they come 150. I said, okay, I will control that. <laughs> but he told me that don't go close to them. So we're far away, you know. But the power of God, it's just like, I forget about the scaring. I just see the power of God just come and baptize them. At the same time, we close our eyes too, you know. So what happens if you grab our neck? It's going to be, okay, my lawyer will take me out. No. <laughs> but, but, uh, and, and this is a talking about the last, um, the, uh, the one the model I just created. We went there, I, I, I just prayed the Lord, and the Lord gave me some vision for me, so God gave me that the vision. I'm going to training the leaders. And then I said, after the training, I'm going to divide four directions. One north, one south, one east. And when you go, you see anybody, and you stop them and share the gospel with them. Even the people in the cornfield, even the people on the road, a motorcycle. So they, they start. First of all, I'm so nervous because, wow, what is the leader going to do? But when after all the things and come back, we're going to talk again and see how experienced they have. They're so exciting. They say, oh, my God, we love it. We want to do it again. You know, it's just awesome. This is, this is the power of God. And we empower them. We equip them, and we encourage them, and they're willing to go and share. And some team, they went and just meet some uh, like Muslim people, <laughs> some uh, leader, uh, I mean, a Buddhist leader. It's just a, uh, have some kind of question, answer, you know. And some leaders say, I know you have your God, you have everything. Don't worry about that, but I just want to share with you good news for you. So we just like tell them a good news about Jesus, guy. Uh, one day I um, I see that uh, this is when the cornfield. Corn so 
Sometimes we, uh, we have to help them, you know, when they're busy to carry stuff, put on a tractor. We say, okay, we can help you. And, we, you know, we take a time to help them, but we also we give them time to, to, to get, gathering with us and share the gospel with them. So that's what we do. And when the people walk like this, I feel like 12 disciples walk across the Galilee, you know. So it's reminding me that that is a real mission for God. So, <clears throat> so all these things, all these things, that what I say is, Christ is identified his, as a God. Christ has a power to change everything. Jesus Christ had a power to come on the earth as a man, had a power to die and rose and rose from the dead, had a power to ascend back into the heaven, has a power to transfer believers from the kingdom, the kingdom of earth, into the kingdom of heaven. That is the power of God. And brother and sister in Christ. By believing that Jesus Christ died and that Jesus Christ rose from the dead for us. If we believe in Jesus Christ. Then when we depart this world, we will be with him. And then he will return. We will be raised to new life to live with him forever. Church, because all this thing is about the mission, about the vision. When Jesus, they hang him on a cross, the last word he said, I am finished. It's a finish for Jesus. But the mission continues through us. He in the heavens, he sent the Holy Spirit to each of you who believe in him. We be able to finish, accomplish his mission. He finished his part, but we have to finish our part. And he has the power in us to accomplish that. So that's why First, United, First Methodist of Carrollton and Hartford Cambodia organization has similar mission and vision. So the, our mission here is to create a community connected to God and others. And our vision is to feel, to feel a very, oh, I'm sorry. Our vision is to fill every neighborhood with the good news of God's love. That is our mission and vision. Brother and sister in Christ, God has purpose for each of us. God has planned for each of us. You sit here. 
It's not by accident, but by the chosen one that God called you to be here. God have power to change the killing field to the living field. All the thing because all of you to be part of to change this. So continue to pray and thank you for all you have done for the church here and church overseas. And please continue. Our mission is not finished yet. So please be with him each and every time. Thank God and may God bless. <laughs>